0: quick reminder guys that this is an older episode and it does not currently reflect the state of BG mania a video game music podcast we're simply re-uploading it because after I moved to anchor.fm it disappeared and we want it cataloged thanks the following episode of BG mania is brought to you by OP seat whether you're a master or grandmaster you can't go wrong with OP seat the official gaming chair of level down games featuring the ultimate level of luxury and performance These chairs are fully backed by us after countless hours of use, and you can catch our unboxing and review over at leveldowngames.com. Upgrade your battle station today the way it deserves with the best chairs in the business. to BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we explore some excellent music and talk about our experience with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always by the fair maiden himself. Arr, it's Frank. <laughs> Your It's because you're wearing a stupid pirate bandana, Frank. That's the only reason why. <laughs> it keeps the sweat out my face because, you know, this is going to be an intense episode. Oh, yeah, man. It, we're talking about a war. Of course, it's going to be intense. For those just joining us, what we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes like our anniversaries, so you're always guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us, and leave that five-star rating and a review, so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. And, of course, thanks are in order for this episode's official sponsor, O.P. Seat. Check them out over at OPC.com. Frank and I are both sitting in some OPC chairs right now, and uh, they are super comfy, man.
1: My high is like sitting on a cloud.
0: Yeah, man, these chairs. I had a Techni Sport beforehand, and, and this chair is definitely a lot more comfortable in terms of the padding and support. Uh, it, it's super, super nice. So, yeah, again, shout out to the team over there for providing us with, uh, with new chairs. Super, super cool. We're going to do something fun this week because we're going to explore a franchise in gaming that really hasn't been released here in North America outside of one game. There's five games, soon to be six in this franchise. Only one has released in North America. Only one has two have released outside of Japan, but only one has released in North America. Most of them are exclusive to Japan, but there is one game that also released in Russia, if I'm not mistaken. The reason I decided to do this episode, Sega two weeks ago or two and a half weeks ago, announced a new entry in this franchise. But not only did they announce it, Sega of America also announced it was going to be localized spring 2020. So we we are getting another game in this franchise because giving credit where credit is due. Sega has been really good lately about bringing their games over. We're getting all the Yakuza games now. We're getting judgment even with the, you know, having to remove that character. Sega has been really good lately. So I think that This is just another positive move from them showing faith in the industry outside of Japan. But the franchise in question is Soccer Awards. So, what we're going to do, we're going to explore the entire franchise. We're going to look at all five games of Soccer Awards on this episode today. So, I picked, and Frank, you're just on for the journey. You're just here for a musical adventure. I'm here for the ride, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're just here for a musical adventure and to hear some really Japanese flavored music, which is going to be super, super cool. I think we have, yeah, so there's five games. And I picked, I think, three tracks from one three track. I think I tried to do three apiece, but there was one game that only had 10 tracks on the official soundtrack and only two of them were actually good. So I think that one has two. Another game only has two. And then one game has five because there's one soundtrack that's really strong. So I, I tried to split it up evenly. But one tra- one and it's the last game in the series, the one that actually released here Which in might, North America. It makes sense. Yeah, has a really strong soundtrack. So. That has the most picks from it. Plus, it's going to be one that maybe other people recognize because it did release here. So everything you're going to hear today really, like I said, has that Japanese flavor to it. But also everything you're going to hear. Yeah, exactly. Everything you're going to hear is composed by Kohei Tanaka because he is the franchise's exclusive composer. He only does the music for this no one else helps him for it he's done all five games i have to assume he's going to be doing the next one uh when it releases it actually releases later this year in japan and then again it's spring 2020 here in north america but if you don't remember kohei tanaka obviously most well known for uh one piece gunbuster he's worked on several 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 animes assassination classroom and uh all of the, like, the the One Piece and Sakura Wars movies. But yeah. And um, we talked about him because we play music from Gravity Rush and Gravity Rush 2 because he also does those soundtracks. It was a pretty good track too. Yeah. And, and, and again, like I said, everything you're going to hear really is very because the game is set in that time period in Japan. The animation, the art style and the imagery is very Japanese. So, that's and the music fits and these are well, I've, again, only played the one that released here, but I really enjoyed it because I thought it was interesting. Uh, it, it had this mix of real time strategy, but heavy on like the dialogue, like a visual novel would be. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So, yeah, we're going to explore this music here and of this game franchise. So sit back, relax, enjoy some tunes. And we are going to now move on to our next track. And I have a fun email on this one after we come back. The name of the track, again from Soccer Wars, is Farewell. That was Farewell from Sakura Wars, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. Uh, Talking release year, Sakura Wars came out on the Sega Saturn over in Japan, September 27th, 1996. It would eventually hit the Dreamcast on May 25th, 2000, uh, and then it would release on PC August 18th, 2000 in Japan. And then eventually in Russia, July, uh, not July, January 11th, 2006. So I mentioned an email earlier. And I, and I have to really move. I, I have no idea where this track takes place because this is one of the games, obviously, that hasn't released here. And I've never I'm, played I'm it. I'm guessing it's the end. It's probably either the end or close to the end. I'm not sure. We had an email submitted to us early last week and uh, just didn't have a chance to get it in last week's episode because I could have, but uh, didn't have a chance to. So I'm going to put it in here and it fits so well with the name of this track. But yeah, the uh, Steven, the guy over in Germany. That wrote us in the episode for the farewells that we did uh, called farewells and goodbyes. He sent us an email and said, hey, Brian, just finished listening to the farewells episode with my girlfriend. Awesome episode. Thanks so much for doing it. <sighs> Give a big kiss to Frank on any body part of your choosing for conceding one of his picks to me. Glad you like the song as much as I do. He said, I do he said he'll, he'll, have he'll have another suggestion coming soon for us. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, please, whenever you have another one, send it in. Uh, no man, he said I get to choose. Why would you want to choose, you sick freak? I know where you want me to kiss you at.
1: Yeah, I would pick like my, my fingertips or something that's like a wash off very quickly. That's,
0: that's why I would pick. I was gonna pick the bald spot on your head. So you got plenty of bald spot to pick from too. So. <laughs> no man thanks again for submitting in the email I obviously appreciate it love getting feedback from anyone and everyone shit, man, absolutely so looking forward to seeing what you come up with us next or come up for us next to do an episode on because I really enjoyed the research on the farewells and goodbyes uh, yeah so again very slow very melodic track it's really good uh, you're right it probably is somewhat closer to the end of the, of the experience I would have to assume but It kind of fell in like the 60 to 70 percent of the way through on the soundtrack. So I'm not sure. So you might be saying goodbye to a certain character around that point or maybe something happens. I have no clue. And you wonder
1: why this only got localized in like Russia. It doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah, really? I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, I think Sega had fears for whatever reason of this title releasing here. And I'm not sure why, because they didn't even bring the last one over. N.A.S. America did. Sega just just left it again, exclusive to Japan and America would eventually bring it over five years later. So it was it was the NIS
1: Russia who's out there is like, you know what? They need this game. <laughs> I
0: have no idea. But we have one more track to listen to from the first game. This one here is super fun. It's called Blooming Maidens. And that was Blooming Maidens from Sakura Wars, again, composed by Kohei Tanaka. Dude, very, I want to say islandy feel to that one. Very Hawaiian, almost. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I thought Blooming Maiden meant something completely different, but obviously they were going for like the like
0: the Hawaiian, like lay flower thing. Yeah, blooming flower, so to speak, or maybe spiritually or something. I don't know there could be some other type of meaning behind this track. Sure.
1: Oh, there could be the double entendre that I was thinking of. You know, I doubt
0: sure. I, I doubt that. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, it, it could be. But yeah, man, I was I was surprised when this track came around on the soundtrack. I was like, ooh, ooh, this is totally different from a lot of things that we're hearing in the soundtrack. Because a majority of it is kind of what we heard with the first and second tracks we played in with. Again, very, you know, very infused with the traditional Japanese type of type of instrumentation and in music. Whereas this one, again, very Pacific Island flavored uh, Hawaiian, like I said, it really had that feel to it. So uh, super cool that even this game, which obviously very inspired by Japanese stuff and Japanese culture, still expands outside of that type of music as well. And it does different things because there's a couple tracks that are hey, Japan just a little influence on Hawaii. Oh, of course. Yeah, really, really dig, obviously, the guitar in that track. It's really good. So, man, just a great piece of music and a game I would, I wish I could play. I kind of wish, you know, if if the last one did well for NS America for Sega to want to bring this one over, I kind of wish that they would bring like a compilation of the first four over, but I highly doubt they will. Just get, just get the Russian version. You should be able to play that. No issue no at all. There would be no English, I don't think. And just play it in Russian. Uh, don't you speak that? That would be... No, that would be just like playing it in Japanese for me. I wouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> I speak a little Russian. Yeah, I don't. It would require them to localize the first four games. And that's probably just too much of an undertaking for them right now. So that's probably why we're you know never if, going uh, to if, see these. If, if 6 is super successful... Maybe they you find You not them not doing this. Yeah, be like- because people would want to play like where the series started, you would think, so. Or we can, or,
1: or can kickstart this.
0: Yeah, maybe something like that, or I, I would have to look to see, maybe there are fan, uh, fan translations out there, which is also possible, that I could that I could use. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, I'll look into that, because that's something I didn't do. But we're gonna move on now to the second game in the series, where we have three more tracks to listen to. The first one here we're going to take a listen to, uh, and the name of the game is Sakura Wars 2 Thou Shalt Not Die. All these games after the first one have some funny names, but name of the first track is Battle Number One. Battle number 1 from Sakura Wars 2, Thou Shalt Not Die, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. I did a little bit of digging on this one because I, I read the synopsis for this game, and it's set in 1925, so it's two years after the first game. So I got to thinking, like, man, reading about this, a Sakura Wars as a franchise, sounds very similar to The Legend of Heroes as a franchise, which also sounds very similar... To Valkyria Chronicles as a franchise, they're all about this parallel universe Earth. They all have this fictitional setting of a war in the early 1900s, and it's usually somewhere. Excuse in me, like, excuse me. Fictional? Uh, well, no. Our R- R- World War One happened. Yes, I live in I live in the universe where that actually took place, but no, no, no. no I'm just calling it on the word. It's called it's fictional, not fictitious. I thought fictitional was an actual word. It is now. We you just made it canon. It is now. Yeah, no, fictional. Yeah, sure. I don't know what I was saying, but every game really has this. It, it, it's 1920 1915 to 1925, 26. So then I started comparing like the similarities to Trails of Cold Steel, Valkyria Chronicles 4. They are similar. Same time error in all those? Uh, I mean, you mean development cycle wise? No, like, like, are they all set, like, I like think, roughly the 20s? Yeah, like, 1915s to 1926 ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I did manage to come up with, though, where I was kind of going with that story the team that develops Valkyria Chronicles is making the new Soccer Awards. So, no, it's then, a shared universe. that would be super cool. Because, well, Trails of Cold steals Falcom, so that can't be shared. But Valkyria Chronicles and Soccer Awards, they are both done by Sega. So, it is possible. We'll have to uh, see if maybe there's some hints of that to maybe the new Sakura Wars. But yeah, let's take a look into that uh, question you posed while we take a listen to the next track, again from Sakura Wars 2. This is Flowers in the Capital. That was "Flowers in the Capital" from *Sakura Wars 2*. Thou shalt not die. Again, composed by Kohei Tanaka. And we're, now we're back to something that doesn't necessarily sound Japanese. It almost sounds Arabian Nights, <laughs> like Saharan. Yeah. With the sitar, and that, I mean, like you could definitely pick up on that. So, uh, another track that has a different musical style. So we are an getting an in, in,
1: in, international vibe.
0: Yeah, we are definitely getting a different uh flair from this one and from several tracks of the episode, so that's nice that it isn't all the same. But we did a little bit of digging and I think we're just going to stick with what we said before. We actually listened to that track and that it is probably just a retelling of a fictional version. Of, a fictional version? <laughs> a fictional version. Of World War 1.
1: It's it's the right era. It's it's between uh, that and the Siberian uh, incursion, Japan, yeah. Russia,
0: which is crazy because that's where the game get localized. The first one, so <laughs> yeah, that was that was part of the conditions of the war that they had to localize soccer. That wars. was part of that was part of the treaty. Yes, that when because they could see the future and they knew that soccer wars would be a video game one day. So they're like, well, when that happens, you have to localize it in Russian.
1: We want soccer wars, and when you guys make a Capcom, we want Zangief.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, I think that and it does make sense because even Valkyria Chronicles and The Legend of Heroes both actually are set in a what would be like a European area. So I, I don't know exactly what Soccer Wars's in-game map would look like. I would imagine it's probably the Japanese island, but I don't know for sure. So this could also be set in a European setting, too, and just sound Japanese. So I have no idea. That's why I'm I'm so interested to play the new one when it comes out this year to see if it does anything uh, different, like anything unique. Because the one I played before, the one that released by N.A.S. America, was set in uh, Frank's backyard of New York City. So...
1: Ooh, I hope this next one invades the the, uh, the Midwest. That'd be
0: cool. <laughs> we have one fun times
1: in Ohio.
0: Fun times in Ohio, man. It's the place to be. But we O-H. have yeah, I O, dude, I O. We do that all the time, even though you don't live here. It's like you want to live here.
1: I have roots in Ohio, and you know that.
0: I know. Uh, anyway, we have one more track to listen to from Soccer Awards Two. This one is titled "Spring Has Come." And that was Spring Has Come from Sakura Wars 2, Thou Shalt Not Die, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. I can't remember.
1: I not kill. What are you doing? Oh, I was singing the song from The Lost Boys.
0: Not shall... That's not the same track. Oh, okay. Well, it would have been cool if it was. That's not even the name of the track. The name of the game is Thou Shalt Not Die. The name of the track was Spring Has Come.
1: Do I know any songs? Those words. No, no. No. No spring songs. No. Well, no it, it, had, it had an oddly familiar sound to it. Like, like, like maybe it could have been, like, a popular song. They just, like, right there, but...
0: I think it's a, a melody that we've heard often in video games, because it's
1: possible.
0: you are, you were trying to find out, like, what does this remind me of while we were listening to that? But I was taking a journey into my mind over the games I've played, and it sounds like something, again, I'm going to go back to Falcom. But it sounds like a track that is from Tokyo Xanadu. And it's actually a track that we played in the bonus episode of Tokyo Xanadu. Several freaking man, it's been been over a year since we did that episode. But so based on that, I think it's... It could be
1: a traditional, just like a traditional,
0: yeah, either something like that or just a common melody that we're used to hearing in games. So that's a possibility as well. But it's very, it is serene, dude. It's peaceful. Uh, I, I can literally close my eyes. You know, we are in a Japanese setting because we looked that up again because we haven't played these games except for one of them. So and even then, that was a long time ago for me and Frank's never played them. So we're just going off of what we find on the games as we as we research the tracks and research the game itself. But you can close your eyes, listen to that music and definitely picture the cherry blossoms falling. And like being surrounded by just a sea of those types of trees, that's the kind of imagery I'm getting from this particular song.
1: It's like I'm a samurai, ready to fight. Yeah, in the 20s. Exactly,
0: one thousand percent, yes. So we're gonna move on now to the third game in the Soccer Awards franchise. This one is Soccer Awards Three. Is Paris Burning? And we're gonna take a listen to three more tracks. The name of the first one is prayer. That was prayer from Sakura Wars. Three is Paris Burning. This particular game came out for the Sega Dreamcast, March twenty second, two thousand and one. It would release on PC, March twenty fifth, two thousand and four, and then PS two, February twenty fourth, two thousand and five. This, Frank, you did some, you did a bit of research into this. Uh, one of the better selling in the franchise.
1: Uh, the number three best Dreamcast game of all time, according to Japan, and a poll that was done in 2016.
0: Oh, even even just Dreamcast as a whole, not even just this Dreamcast particular. As a whole. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy.
1: Uh, at, the t- at the time the game came out, it was the number three selling Dreamcast game.
0: OK, gotcha. Uh, there was only a couple of reviews out there on this one, but the, what we were able to find, it was very highly received. RPG fan giving it a 92% and Technology Tell a perfect 10 out of 10.
1: Uh, obviously, there's something to this game. I mean, if it's that popular, yeah,
0: um, I think this is one of those. If,
1: if, if, if they're going to localize, if they're going to localize anything, localize this one. You know.
0: Yeah, the, this is one of those things that I think it, it's just a mystery why it's stayed locked to Japan. Apparently, people love this, so I'm surprised they weren't willing to maybe take a shot in the dark with just this one to see if it did well.
1: Do you think because it's a visual novel, or at least has visual novel aspects to it, that maybe that's what's keeping them from doing that
0: potentially we, because
1: potentially because we, we got we got most of the action games we got most of the rpgs to be quite honest you know a good chunk of them we got them sometimes a lot later than than they did but we got a good we chunk still of get
0: them yeah this this these definitely were released back in an era where again and, and that era is only like 15 you know 20 years old but visual novels didn't release that often here in north america back during those generations like in those consoles and platforms we didn't see them the the visual novels didn't really start getting popular until like the PSP then then the PS Vita and now they're all over the place because it's one of the better selling franchises out there particularly among female audiences as well so that's probably a good reason That probably might be one of the reasons why they never took a chance to localize them you might be right
1: it just, it doesn't make sense. Like I said, if it's one, the number three selling Dreamcast game, and it's that beloved, you would think you would roll the dice on something like this. Two and one Sonic? Shenmue? I didn't pull up with the top, I, I didn't pull up with the but I'm, I'm willing to bet that it's,
0: it's probably going to be Sonic uh, Adventure and then something else. Maybe Shenmue, maybe... Maybe, maybe Shenmue. Maybe Skies of Arcadia, or, 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 I don't know.
1: I was, I, I was honestly thinking more like uh, more versus Capcom,
0: but that's, because, you know, I'm a fighting guy. Maybe, but I don't know that that would have sold uh, well in Japan. Japan, Yeah, Yeah, trying to think of what would be popular with the Japanese crowd, for sure. The name of the next track we're going to listen to, though, is is a funny one here. Again, we're still sticking on uh, Soccer Wars 3 is Paris Burning. This is 192-455-631. That was one nine two four five five six three one from *Soccer Wars 3 is Paris Burning, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. Another one that has a very like a uh, Arabian, Siberian, Saharan type feel to it, right?
1: It is. Uh, I jokingly call this one uh, We Will Rock You with a Sassar.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely has that uh, same bass drum line that we hear in, in Queens We Will Rock You. And then, yeah, the return of the sitar, which we also heard in the was it flowers in the capital from Sakura Wars two? Move, so. I think it was, yeah, from from Sakura Wars two. So, just really cool how we're getting certain things to carry over. It's a cool track. I like this track. <laughs> it's a very very good track, man. It's probably one my yeah, I think I could say it. it's probably my favorite one of the day so far. I think in terms of just how much I've really enjoyed the composition. So super impressed with what Kohei Tanaka was able to do with the entire franchise, Uh, because these games, they're clearly long games. And outside of just the fourth one, which only had 10 tracks in the official soundtrack, every single one of these games had 50, 60, 70 tracks built into the soundtrack. So it's not like these, these are just a couple tracks here and there. No, he did these full things and... It's it's really freaking cool that he was able to do it in in such a amount of time because at least a couple of these released fairly close to one another. So that's pretty cool. That's,
1: yeah, I was just guessing based on that that maybe four reused some of the music from the prior ones because there's no way they're just gonna have a ten song soundtrack for the game.
0: Uh, the, tracks right. lo- the, the tracks are The oh, tracks are longer. Ah, uh, that'll do, Erica. Okay. But I don't know that I don't. They they may have reused a lot of tracks at certain points. Like they might be. You know, only one track playing. It it may may have been a lower budget where there's only one track playing for, like, the map. And it's the same thing you're going to hear the entire time. So, yeah, who knows? But anyway, we have one track left to listen to from Sakura Wars 3. The name of this one is Parasol of My Heart. parasol of my heart from Sakura Wars three? Is Paris burning? This one, it it has a romantic feel to it, does it not?
1: It does. Uh, it's definitely that uh, the violin I almost made me want to dance the mamushka there for a moment. So it, it's a bit of like a, like a Russian violin,
0: sort of. Yeah, or
1: it's or an Italian
0: violin. You know, it's. I guess you could hear that as well. Yeah, maybe. Maybe something similar or inspired yeah, Hungarian. by that. But what's, 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 what's the difference between the two? Oh, and we just keep naming uh, countries over there. Maybe it's Bulgarian.
1: I didn't hear any machka in the song.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, this has to be a, a definite romantic part of the game. So pretty cool. I And I tried to split it up where we would get like faster songs and slower songs and just different type of stuff so that way we weren't because there is a lot of more peaceful music in these games there's a lot of slower stuff so I definitely tried to uh, as we like to say here spicing things up by putting some faster songs in there as well spicing okay you don't you have that better memory that you'd have that bad of a memory that you don't remember the three episodes we did with spicing in them
1: Brian I don't remember the episodes of the other podcast that we filmed this morning
0: oh man maybe maybe you have that maybe you have that stupid rag on your head on too tight or something don't don't get old. That's what it is. Can't be the age affecting your memory that much. It's gotta be the uh, the years of repeated chair shots to the head.
1: That or the radiation from all the fallout.
0: You you don't live in a area that there's fallout, Frank. Yet. <laughs> How would it be affecting you already?
1: Because <laughs> I'm so revolutionary that I'm feeling it now. That's yeah. what it
0: is. Yeah, I uh, don't think that's the case.
1: I, I don't know. It's probably just because I have a really, really bad memory. And, yeah,
0: yeah. I do want to play these. We're we talking though. about Soccer Wars. I want to play this game. Oh. Uh, in particular, the one that we just listened to, Soccer Wars Three, because as we said, that one, one of the best-selling Dreamcast games of all time. So it has to be that. Seriously, if, yeah. if
1: it's up there, uh, i I want to see you play this game.
0: Yeah, it has to be. It has to be that critically regarded for a reason. So I would love to see this, and I would love to to play it. So. We're going to move on now to the fourth game in the series, which is titled Soccer Wars 4 Fallen Love Maidens. And we're going to take a listen to two tracks. The first one is titled Here is Happiness. Hey, guys, Brian here from Level Down Games, the BG Mania video game music podcast and the Max Level video game podcast here to talk to you a bit about OP Seat. The team at Level Down Games was fortunate enough to receive chairs from them. And let me be the first to say OP Seat blows any previous chair I've ever used out of the water. I'm not a stranger to gaming chairs, quote unquote, and have used several in the past. Without a shadow of a doubt, OP Seat delivers the ultimate level of comfort and support for extended gaming hours, or in my case, extended studio sessions at work. The ergonomic pillows are a big reason for the comfort levels being so nice a smaller one to support your head and neck, and a much larger one for the lumbar support that I didn't know I needed until I positioned it correctly and sunk back into the chair. They're made from the same type of material that you can find in high-end luxury cars, so you know these babies are comfortable. After having put over 10 hours a day in this chair for the past 18 days straight, you can take my word for it. OP Seat is at the top of the class when it comes to quality gaming chairs. And yes, I really am in the studio that often. I, I do a lot in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Head on over to opseat.com today and upgrade your battle station the way it deserves to be done. That was Here is Happiness from Sakura Wars 4 Fallen Love Maidens, which, again, composed by Kohei Tanaka, released on the Sega Dreamcast March 21st, 2002 in Japan, and then eventually on PC March 3rd, 2005. This game also doing fairly well in terms of sales and the music department. Frank, you you found a little fun fact about this soundtrack.
1: Yeah, um, this won the award for the best... Video game album of the year, 2003, from Japan. So,
0: that's pretty freaking impressive.
1: It's, 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 an, impre- it's an impressive thing. Uh, in fact, the, the game has pretty
0: great scores, top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're we're just seeing that, you know, this this series is really, really highly regarded, especially over in Japan. Tenth best selling Dreamcast title in Japan. Okay. And just looking at like screenshots of this game, it looks really charming. Like it looks really cool. The art style is fantastic. Uh, another one that I would just you know absolutely love to freaking play. And following in the timeline of events, this one reunites the two divisions because we've been hearing you know the Flower Division and the uh, Paris Division.
1: The Paris, yeah, which which is which is seemed to be the only criticism that was given to this game was it's not for newcomers. A uh, lot Correct. of uh, callbacks. So, yeah, you had to
0: play two and three. Yeah, a lot of callbacks and uh, which is, again, why the soundtrack is also kind of smaller because they're using a lot of callback music as well. Anyway, we're going to take a listen to one more track from this particular game. And this one here is titled and it is in Japanese. It is Geki Takeko Saishu Show.
2: 痛闇の声 I'm not a nerd, 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 I'm not
0: That was Geki Taikeko Saishu Show from Sakura Wars 4 Fall in Love Maidens, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. I did a little bit of research into this one because it's the first time we're hearing vocals on the track or, or on any track on today's episode. So lyrics for this game, for anything that had lyrics in it in terms of music, was done by Oji Hiro and the guitars were done by Jun Kajiwara.
1: They make, they make a play.
0: Oh, absolutely. Bass was Michio Nakayoka. Drums was Atsuo The harp was Tomayuko Asakawa. Tuba, Kayoshi Sato. We did hear, you know, some big band type stuff uh-huh. in there as well. Oboe, Masakazu Ishibashi. Flute, Takeshi Yashi, and Hideo Takakawa. Horn was the Otihiko Fujita group. Uh, brass instruments, Masahiko Sugishuka Sugasaka, I think Masahiko Sugasaka group. And then uh, piano was Masato Matsuda and Achiro Nagata. So pretty cool. Great piece of music too, dude. And like you said, killer freaking guitar. Killer
1: guitar. rock as hell. Yeah, it's I wasn't expecting that.
0: Yeah, it's super good. Uh, surprised at how well that track actually was. Uh, potential runner obviously for uh my my personal pick of this week because I might like that one actually more than the one we heard earlier. So I don't know. But that they're they're both pretty good. But we're now I can, see, I, I,
1: I can see why the soundtrack won uh Soundtrack of the year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's also uh that's a good testament to Kohei Tanaka's work as well, just showing how how well he is at that kind of stuff. So congrats to him for for actually winning for, you know, the album. So But we're going to move on now to the last game in the series. So we're moving on to the fifth game, Sakura Wars So Long My Love, which is technically the name of the game, but it is Sakura Wars 5. The first track we're going to listen to is titled Winged Warriors. was Winged Warriors from Sakura Wars So Long, My Love, which released he, uh, not here. Well, actually, it did release here. This is the first one that did release here. But originally, it came out on the PS2 in Japan, July 7th, 2005. That version would eventually release here in North America on March 30th, 2010, alongside a Wii version also on March 30th, 2010. I did play this on the Wii. This is where I played this at. But... Does this have motion control? No. so it didn't bother me in the slightest Uh, NES America ported it to the Wii because the Wii was the most popular platform at the time in 2010 for releasing on the PS2 in 2010 dude the PS2 was 10 years old in 2010 so this is one of the last like I want to say one of the last original games that released on the PS2 that wasn't a FIFA or a Madden or an NBA that, you know, that kept <laughs> releasing on the PS2 yeah. till, like, 2015 or 16, some ungaba year, just a couple of years ago. So, yeah, this this has to be one of the last, like, non-sports titles releasing on the PS2 here in North America. But again, composed by Kohei Tanaka. Another just awesome piece of music, man. This one's really good. Yeah, I... I think this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> Absolutely. And to kind of go off something we talked about a little bit earlier, it wasn't received nearly as high here in North America at most outlets than, like, say, the ones releasing over in Japan did. But now, I will say, that being the case, 1UP still gave it a B B+, GameSpot gave it a 7 out of 10, IGN the highest at a 9 out of 10, and uh, Gamer at a 3.5 out of 5. RPG fans still sitting there at 90%, like uh, most of their other reviews of the other games were. But on Metacritic... On the PS2, it's showing 81 out of 100 and the Wii 75 out of 100. So it it definitely got harder critical scores here in North America than it did over in Japan with the first four games. So maybe Sega's fears of releasing those were were kind of justified in that regard. But I think in a culture now where, as we talked about earlier, visual novels are so, you know, widely accessible and widely popular, it might be worth it for them to re-explore releasing those earlier games.
1: I mean, uh, just reading it here, it's the highest scored uh, of the of the whole you know five games on Famitsu, and usually they're the hardest ones to get uh, a good score from.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So it, it must be it must be a good game. Like you said, it's
0: it's it's a cultural disconnect, which is probably why right. the scores aren't as high as as they, as they should be. Surprised you didn't mention this in your in your sea of trivia and knowledge, but do you actually know what soccer uh, soccer stands for in Japan?
1: Sakura.
0: I don't. Cherry, uh, cherry blossom. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is more or less the cherry blossom wars.
1: Which makes sense because everything is, seems to be revolving around flowers, so I...
0: Yeah. Like I said, I'm surprised you didn't actually mention that in your sea of knowledge that you try to drop into the show at times, even though it's usually wrong knowledge. But still, <laughs> you would have told you would have told me Sakura stands for like Japanese beer or something.
1: No, I, I've had a Japanese beer. I just can't remember the name of it off the top of my
0: head. Sapporo's. Sapporo's. There you go. Mm -hmm. I've had it before. It's really good. Uh, All right. Let's move on to another track. This one here is titled This is Paradise. And that was This Is Paradise from Sakura Wars' So Long, My Love, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. Uh, very upbeat, dude. Very. I like that. I like that one a lot. Uh, what kind of genre is that? I, tried, is it like upbeat jazz? It feels like jazz fusion almost, yeah? Like some type mm. of some type of upbeat jazz fusion-esque music. It sounded a little like Bubsy, but it didn't suck, so I don't want to use the B word. Do you, are you trying to tell me you want to do a Bubsy episode in the future?
1: I, I, that might be the episode that actually gets me to quit VG Mania. Would be the music of Bubsy.
0: Next week we are doing a special radio hour. We are focusing on Bubsy.
1: Bye, everybody. <laughs> <It's> been-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you joke, man. But I, I do remember Bubsy having decent soundtracks.
1: That's the thing, man. It's hard to separate the music from something that's so so bad. But this is this, on the flip side. This music was so so good.
0: Yeah, exactly. So super cool, man. And and just. When you were looking this up, you're like, "Man, it's a tactical role playing dating sim, visual novel. Like, it's so many different things. That there's there's a lot of things to like about this, and there's something that you know, multiple fans of multiple genres can find something to enjoy with this.
1: I assume that they have like everything covered there. It's like a top down
0: <laughs>
1: puzzle solving isometric. Like, get, get out of here.
0: Exactly, with with a super cool soundtrack, and in this one here. Like I said, definitely So Long, My Love has the, in my opinion, strongest soundtrack of the first five games. It's very good. Uh, It's not the longest soundtrack. I think the third one is the longest in terms of track amount. But this one definitely had the strongest amount of picks, which is why we have five. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump now to another one from this particular game, Sakura Wars So Long, My Love. This one here is titled Apostles of Destruction. that was Apostles of Destruction from Sakura Wars So Long, My Love, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. That one, dude, I, I even told you this before we started listening to it, I really think you're going to like this one, and, and I hope you did.
1: I, I did, I did. Uh, I told you, this would fit in like a Ninja Turtles game.
0: Yeah, it had a, it had a really like sick beat behind it. The bass is freaking awesome. Uh, it, it's a great piece of music, man. I really like this, and it's... I even I even love the name.
1: I feel like it would be like a good name for like our tag team. If we were to you know, join the uh, AEW, we're the Apostles of Destruction.
0: Well, wasn't there a... Uh, who was the, the twins? The twins back during the DOA days. The uh, the, a, Harris a, 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 the Harris twins. The Harris twins. The uh, Disciples of Apocalypse. <laughs>
1: oh, there, oh,
0: that's right there, DOI. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Disciples of Apocalypse. That's what it was. This is just... I mean, it really is similar. Apostles of Destruction. So that is kind of funny. But... Yeah, man, and it's we'll take, it's... We'll, we'll take them on too. <laughs> Sunday, 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 Sunday. It's slightly the same, like it, it has that Saharan feel to it a little bit that we've heard in the previous tracks, but it amplifies it a bit with the baseline and the just pure rock soul that it has going for it, dude. It's a great track, man. I really like that one a lot. I still want to know what's going
1: on with this whole Saharan feel to a game that's set in New York City. But the other one set in uh, Paris.
0: Paris, and then the rest are in Japan. Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's why like, I, I'm so ready to actually play the new game later this year. Because, you know, I played the, the one, as I mentioned, I played this one on the Wii when it released here in, in 2010. But it's been nine years since I've played it, and I don't remember a ton of stuff about it. Because even back then... Even before I started reviewing games, I was still playing a crap ton of games and moving on from one to the next so fast that I don't retain a lot of information from games. (laughs) It's it's all one blur, a fun blur, but a blur. Exactly. So looking forward to uh, looking forward to the new one when it comes out in the springtime of 2020. We got two tracks left, though. I think we should take a listen right now to one titled Orchid. And that was Orchid from Sakura Wars. So long, my love. Again, composed by Kohei Tanaka. That one's, dude, it's it's slower. A lot more slower than what we've seen. And it's super good, too. And you're right, man. A lot of these tracks do have flower names. Obviously, we did go over Sakura. It does mean cherry blossom. But we're getting a ton of different kind of flowers in this game.
1: Yeah, I think one of the armies, the... Japanese side is like the flower army or like the flower Correct.
0: patrol. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, so, yeah. So it makes, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They just they are using different flowers to symbolize different things. I think my codename would be like
1: Venus Flytrap or Dandelion.
0: Dandelion. Why Dandelion?
1: Because they're an invasive species who come in, but they look beautiful. So it's like me.
0: Invasive, yes, like a pest. Beautiful, no. Not you at all. You don't
1: find Daniel to be beautiful?
0: I don't find you to be beautiful.
1: <laughs> Brian, two things. One, yes, I am. Number two, audio podcast, okay?
0: I know. Let's have a little We are doing the community a favor by not broadcasting you. They don't want to see that. What's cool, though, I don't know if we actually talked about this or not. The game is set in 1928, so we're still in that vicinity of how we talked about, like, the, you know, the early years with the with the First World War and the teens and the early 20s. We're still in that era. We're almost to the 1930s. So I'm curious if the one that comes out later this year in Japan and next year here in North America, if that one might be set in, like, the early 1930s. Maybe we're going to start seeing maybe some depression type stuff
1: or maybe they'll jump all the way forward to uh, like World
0: War II, It's like the the, the 40s. Maybe that's also a possibility. Yeah, they might just kind of. Which which,
1: would be cool. You know, get some real war action in there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of war again, we're going to take a listen to one more piece of music to close out the episode. And this happens to be a battle theme, the final battle theme, actually titled Earth Warriors, again from Sakura War. So my love, composed by Kohei Tanaka. This one very jazzy again, as very, we heard before, very jazzy. That, not, not the kind of song you'd expect for like a final battle, but I dig it. Yeah, it's super good. It's it's definitely, you know, it doesn't have the oh, man, a lot of times in games when we when we talking not just boss music in general, but final battles. They're epic. They're, you know, these grand scale type of compositions and arrangements. And while this does have elements of that in there, it is a lot more jazz focused and just the way the instrumentation is used and done. It's super cool. I really. I I, I am curious how they're going to do the music for the next one. Just doing this episode really makes me wonder how they're going to do the soundtrack for Project Soccer Wars is what the game is called right now. It's the one. It again releasing later this year in Japan and here's spring twenty twenty in North America. Are we going to see? That might have to be a
1: special bonus episode for us.
0: Oh yeah, e- either that or maybe we'll just um, highlight it in an actual episode. Like if the soundtrack is amazing and we can find sixteen tracks that are worth playing, we could do an entire episode on it in the future. Because I had a lot of fun today exploring a franchise that a lot of people are relatively ignorant about here. And not even just here, but in, in the entire More world, wide. except for Japan and, to some extent, Russia. So if you didn't know about soccer Wars, now you do. Now you know at least know the music and some bits and pieces about the game. Worth checking out if they ever come here. Obviously, you can you can get So Long My Love on either the PS2 or the Wii, thanks to NIS America. And you'll be able to get the new one next year, thanks to Sega themselves. But if the first four games ever release, might be worth looking into. I know I would, especially the third and fourth one, as we talked about, you know, some of the best selling Dreamcast games of all time. It's got to be something to it, right? Absolutely. And after actually after we finish doing this episode, I am going to go out there and see if there are any fan translations available for the Soccer Wars games, because I would like to play them, whether it is through official means or through somebody that took the time to, you know, just rework the script. So that way we can understand it and, and, and play the Japanese version. That would be cool, too. I'd be down with that as well if I have to. So. Unfortunately, man, I think that's going to bring us to the close of the episode today. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about before we get on out of here.
1: Japan, Russia, quit holding all the good games to yourselves, so or you're never going to get our Bubsies or our Boogerman pick and flick adventures ever again.
0: Are you admitting Bubsy is a good game?
1: No, no, no. But let them think that. Otherwise, you know, they're going to hold on to stuff.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Makes sense. All right. <laughs> well, that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible by LevelDownGames.com. Thanks again to OPC for sponsoring both the episode and Level Down Games. Remember, you can catch our unboxing video and review on our website and check them out officially at OPC.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com forward slash level down games and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already hit up twitch.tv slash level down games and click that follow button. We aren't live often. Generally, as I say, when we do go live for like conference reactions, if we go live, we tend not to go live anymore because we like to do a little bit of post production on the videos. But if we ever are live, it's usually on YouTube. If you want to follow someone that's live on Twitch often, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays every single week. Twitch.tv slash Bruce underscore deduce. That's B-R-U-C-E underscore D-E-D-E-U-C-E our fellow cohort here at Level Down Games. compatriots, Compatriot, uh Fictitional person. Hey. <laughs> Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, end of the month already, dude. We're already at the end of the month because the first happens to be a Wednesday. So we're recording early. It's like super early for our radio hour. But yeah, We're already putting up Radio Hour Volume 22, an eclectic mix of music. If you've never joined us for a Radio Hour, it's a lot of fun. Five picks from me, five picks from Frank, one from you, the listener, and one from Jessica. Can't wait. You already have your picks because I do.
1: Oh, it's going to be a special hip hop themed uh, episode. We're going to spice up your life with that one. Please don't.
0: Please don't. I
1: kid. I kid.
0: (laughs) I just know you and picking crap music. But yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. Just based on the five tracks I know I have, uh, this is going to be a great episode. So tune in next week for Radio Hour Volume 22. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Earth Warriors, otherwise known as the final battle from Sakura Wars, So Long, My Love, again composed by Kohei Tanaka. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.